Here's an excerpt from a recent Investing Experts conversation. Joined today by Jay Mintzmeyer of the Value Investors Edge investing service that we have here on Seeking Alpha. So for me, uh, part of Value Investors Edge, which is our overall research platform, uh, we founded that back in 2015. So we have uh, more than eight years of experience now exclusively in the maritime shipping sector. We cover 44 different stocks. And so we, we follow them all across the cycles. And of course, you know, at any given time, a handful of those are avoids, a handful of those are maybe watched for later, and, and maybe, you know, a selection are buys. And so I just put that into context so folks understand that, you know, we are looking at the cycles and we are looking at the different timings of things. Um, I mentioned tankers as something I really like. And I, I mentioned that I think we're in inning four to inning six, somewhere between there. And when I look at the valuations of these stocks in the market, um, they're not deeply depressed, right? These aren't like total bargain basement stocks. And then they wouldn't be because the cash flows are strong and earnings are strong and the balance sheets have improved. But they also don't trade with much enthusiasm. In fact, some of these stocks trade at 20 to 30% discounts uh, just to the NAV, which is the value, net asset value, which is the value of all the ships minus the debt. And, and that's a pretty like kind of pessimistic valuation if you trade below just the carrying value of your ships. I mean, that, that's that's pretty disappointing if you if you yeah. trade below that. And, and most of them do. And and I think the broad market, it's just more skeptical. I think the broad market is more focused on macro things. I think they're more focused on China specifically. Mm-hmm. And I think they're a little bit less dialed in than we are about the fleet profile, the upcoming deliveries. Like I, I don't think most folks really pay much attention to that until it matters, yeah. right? And, yeah. and so that, that's I, I'm prefacing that by saying like these aren't the biggest bargains in the world, but I do think there's a dislocation. Mm-hmm. And one of the stocks I've talked about a lot, and it's a big position of mine. I'm, I'm publicly long. I also have some options, so I'm just you know I'm talking my book here. Sure. Um, hopefully that's transparent. Is Scorpio Tankers STNG, and they're U.S. listed, and they have one of the largest product tanker fleets in the world, and it's all modern. And that's that's one of the things I like the most about Scorpio Tankers. Uh, because they they don't need to replace any of their vessels anytime soon. I mean, they don't even they can get all the way up to like 2030s before they have to talk about fleet replacement or renewal. And so all they need to do is operate the ships and collect the money, pay off debt where they need to, and then return the rest to shareholders. And I think that's what they're going to plan on doing. And and Scorpio Tankers over the last year and a half has completely revitalized their balance sheet. Uh, year and a half ago. Um, and if you go back and look at the stock a year and a half ago, it was like 15 bucks or 13 bucks. And, and, but the balance sheet was a disaster. Mm. I mean, it was borderline. We used to put in our research notes, like, be careful. There might be mm. an equity raise, <laughs> you know, like, like these guys are in trouble mm. and, 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 and they have completely revitalized their balance sheet. And now it's, now it's pristine. It's, it's about 30% debt to assets, uh, over 500 million in liquidity. Um, so all they really have to do now is operate the fleet. And they're doing steady share repurchases because of that 30% plus discount that I just mentioned, right? Because it's like an arbitrage. You can you can uh, repurchase your shares at, at 70 cents on the dollar. Mm. It's basically like investing in your own fleet or growing your fleet at 70 cents on the dollar. And mm. thankfully, their management understands that and they're doing that. Um, they've raised their base dividend a few times as well. I think there's probably special dividends in the near future. So, so that's number one, Nate. And, and I'm mm. talking my book. I'm very long with this company, very much believe in that. Um, 
One other company, I've mentioned it publicly once or twice. It's a little bit more risky yet. So, so dial up the dial up the lever on this one. Um, this one has a little bit, I would say, of management concerns. Okay. Um, not that management is going to do anything nefarious. Like, you know, there's no question of, of the, the accounts of this company. There's no question of from, and you know, there's nothing like that. It, it's just that it's a family kind of backed and operated firm. And so their capital allocation priorities aren't the same as like, I would say like a regular company. So don't expect, you know, if they make a lot of money, give, I'll give you a few examples, expect them to renew their fleet, expect them to grow a little bit. I don't expect them to pay out more than like 30, 40% of cash flow. They're going to okay. reinvest. It's a family business. They're going to reinvest in it. They're going to grow in it. They want to be in tankers for another 50 years. Okay. And that's, that's what I mean about like family concerns and related parties and that sort of thing. Um, nothing nefarious that I've seen. I follow this company for actually more than 10 years at this point. It's called Zakos Energy Navigation, TNP. And, and I also have a very big position in this company as well. Um, one of my largest stock positions. I also have uh, some options. Uh, March 2024 is one of the, the strikes I'm I'm really uh, I'm really into right now on the on the options chain. Um, but this company trades at like twenty dollars per share, mm-hmm. and their net asset value is sixty. Wow! So one third huge discount. Yeah. Yes, and the only reason it trades at twenty and not fifty. Is because of those concerns about the family and the management mm-hmm. and all that. And, and, and I think a 60 to 70, actually, it's closer to 70 at this point. I think a 70% discount is just way too high. Mm-hmm. If considering considering the issue, it, it is more that they want to grow the fleet. It's not that they want to, they're not incinerating money, they're not doing anything illegal, they're not doing anything nefarious. If they're doing nefarious and other things, then yes, there, there should be a massive discount. But I would say, you know, in my opinion, there should be a discount, Nate, but I think it should be maybe 20 or 30%, not yeah. 70. Yeah. And, and so I think this is a fantastic opportunity for investors. We've ran some cases on this on this company, TNP. Mm-hmm. And in an average market, next year, they're going to be worth $70. In a strong market, they're going to be worth over 100. This is NAV. I'm not saying where the stock's going to trade. Okay. But, but in an average market, their NAV is going to be about 70. In a great market, their, their NAV is going to be over 100. And mm. in a terrible market, like, I mean, batten down the hatches, everything goes wrong. Their NAV is like 35 hmm. and the stock's 20 bucks a day. Yeah. So I, yeah. I just think that's an amazing. So those are the two, those are my two favorites. They're both in tankers. They're both on theme. We, we can talk more about other stuff as well, but you asked my favorites and, and those are. Yeah, those are no, two. that's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. So we got uh, Scorpio tankers, STNG and Sakos. You know, I, I think that folks are just skeptical about this right. tanker market. They, they don't believe it has legs. Yeah, and I yeah, think, yeah. I think that's what you're seeing in that year to date performance. And I hope because I'm invested very long. I, I hope that if we look back in six months or a year from now, we'll see that that outperformance resume. Yeah. I mean, to give you an idea, they announced a stock repurchase plan, which buy signal for anybody mm-hmm. back on August 15th. And yep. the stock barely moved. I mean, it was up a yeah. drip and then it and then it dropped like a week later. Yeah. I granted you, that was during August, which was a bad month, as was September. But yeah, anyway. If you go through their their PRs, and we, we don't have time live here on the podcast, of course, but if we go through their PRs in the last 18 months, they've done like seven different huge buybacks. Uh, yeah. They've bought bought back about 15% of, of their float. I mean, these are, these are big buybacks. They're yeah. not just token. And and the market is just shrugging it off. And and, and that can't last. That's, That's not going to last. Yeah. And so these you think these are all macro concerns that are, that are weighing on it? The China reopening yeah. story chiefly? Okay. 
Yeah, the interest, the persistence of interest rates, of the course. weakness of the economy in Europe, uh, China, China instability. Yeah, I, I think that's all weighing on it. I don't, I don't think it's really related to tanker uh, market fundamentals mm-hmm. because because it doesn't make sense. Because if you yeah. were if you were basing this on tanker market fundamentals, uh, Scorpio tankers would be seventy five today and, and not fifty two, mm. right? And Zacos would be forty and not twenty. I mean, so th- this there's there's obviously bigger picture macro concerns going on. Yeah. And on that, I mean, stocks are forward-looking indicators, I guess. And and what if the economy does fall off a cliff here, or at least enter a recession over the next, you know, six to 12 to 18 months, which seems like a lot of people are talking now could happen. Um, what does that do then? Yeah, that that's always going to be a risk. Mm-hmm. In, in, in not just not just for the operating performance of the company, but it, as investors and traders, we're looking at the price of the stocks. Right. And, 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 uh, you know, I'm not going to BS anybody. Like if the whole market comes down significantly because of a recession, then almost all or all of the shipping stocks are also going to come down mm-hmm. just by nature of, you know, the stock market coming down mm-hmm. um, in, in terms of what, how much we're concerned about that. Mm-hmm. The first thing we look at is balance sheet strength mm-hmm. and the shipping company balance sheets on average, we cover 44 companies right now on average, they are the strongest we've ever seen. And that's it. That's an hour, eight year history. We've also back tested uh, the tanker and some of the bulker companies, and, and they are indeed like the best in, of all time, or at least in modern history. And so, right now, uh, just, just to give you an example, we have one firm that has negative net debt, so a net cash, wow. which, which in a capital intensive industry like shipping, having net cash is totally unheard of. Yeah. We have one company that's net cash, and we have three additional companies, so it'll, it'll be four total that'll that we project will be net cash by Christmas. Wow. And and the average uh, debt to assets across our companies is like 20, 28% or something like that. And, and normally in shipping, the average is over 50%. Uh-huh. Well, it just makes sense. You know, you finance a ship half debt, half cash, that's 50%, right? And that's healthy. 50% is fine. But right now it's like 28%. Yeah. And, and so the, the loans on these vessels are very small. Mm. And yes, interest rates are going up and, and that's that's a pressure, um, but the balance sheets are stronger than they've ever been. So, so I am not worried about like company ending events category. Okay. you know if macro goes down the toilet yes the stocks are going to fall sure. that's inevitable but none of these companies are going to have to bankrupt go bankrupt or restructure or, or dilute their equity and that's what i think investors because everybody understands right the rising tide lifts all boats and, and yeah. so forth but what people are really scared of is, is bankruptcy and things like that and that that fear, in my opinion, is completely off the table for the next few years. And you can follow Jay Mintz Myers Value Investors Edge and investing experts on Seeking Alpha, where you will also find full transcripts of all podcast episodes. To take full advantage of Seeking Alpha, become a premium subscriber. Learn more at seekingalpha.com slash subscriptions. Thank you all for listening. Thank you again to Jay for coming on. Just a reminder, anything you hear on this podcast should not be considered investment advice. This is for entertainment purposes only, and you should seek advice from a licensed professional before investing. If you enjoyed the episode, leave a rating or review on your favorite podcasting app, and we'll see you soon with a new episode.